Warning, the Motion Picture Association of America requires that we inform you that this episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies contains massive spoilers that could ruin a first-time screening of the film covered in this episode. So, if you don't want to know that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's that Goose in Top Gun, that is really Kaiser Sose at the end of The Usual Suspects, or that Bruce Willis was a the whole time in The Sixth Sense, then proceed with caution. Powered by Transistor FM. Grab your popcorn, silence your phones, and tell your friends to shut up. Do not adjust your projector settings because what you're about to hear is real. The Derek Duvall Show presents Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Prepare yourself for insight and honest reviews from a married couple with varying movie tastes. Hot takes, hotter insights, and news you can use. Now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Mindy and Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Pop that champagne. Grab those sealed envelopes. It's time for our annual Oscar show. Woohoo! <laughs> Welcome to another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. And for the bonus, it's our one year anniversary today. Yes. Can you believe we've been doing this for one year, Mindy? That's crazy. It doesn't seem, it seems like just yesterday we had an idea to have a little spinoff show and here we are. Ah, it's been <laughs> inception. That's a great inception little quote there, right there. All right. So folks, we do our annual Oscar ballots every year. So what we're going to do this year, we're going to keep it real short. We're going to go through the top categories and we're going to pick our favorites uh, for who we think will win, not who we want to win, who we think will win. Now, before we get started, I want to give a huge shout out to Mrs. Duval. She has watched every damn movie that matters on this on this ballot. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. I was out of the big categories that we are going to be talking about today. I have watched 15 out of 17 of these pictures. I have no interest in seeing Avatar. So if anybody's listening is like, ooh, Avatar is the greatest movie ever. This is not the show for you. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and just dive right into it. We're going to go ahead and start with. We are going to be talking about actress in a supporting role. All right, Mindy, go ahead. Tell us who is nominated this year. The nominees are Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Hong Chow for The Whale. Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inishirin. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. All right. Derek, Mindy, you go first. Who do you think will win? I think Jamie Lee Curtis is going to walk away with the Oscar this year. I have also chosen Jamie Lee Curtis. She's been rocking the award season this year. She's been winning like crazy, and we've seen this movie. I saw it twice, and she's just phenomenal in this movie. It's just, she's just so out of character from other you know, other roles she's played. She's, other roles yeah. she's played yeah. and she did a great job. So I would also like to give a, uh, can I give like a yeah. uh, honorable, honorable mention? I did just watch black Panther Wakanda forever last night. And I did think Angela Bassett was pretty awesome in that movie. I believe she's the dark horse in this race. So people think she might steal this category. So 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I agree with you with Jamie Lee Curtis. I've been a fan of hers for as long as I've been watching movies. I think she's an actually fantastic actress. And to see her gathering the awards that she has so much deserved. Though I read an article last night that said that if Angela Bassett takes it or Jamie Lee Curtis takes it this year, it's kind of like a, what do you call it? It's a Lifetime Achievement Award. It's one of those that like they gave Martin Scorsese for The Departed. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with either one of them winning. I think that's a great category. Indeed. Next category. All right, Derek, why don't you tell us who is up for actor in a supporting role? All right. And I love saying the Banshees of Inna Sheeran. It's like the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. It's kind of fun. Anyway, actor <laughs> in a supporting role, Brendan Gleeson for the Banshees of Inna Sheeran, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch for The Fablements. I love Judd Hirsch. Barry Keegan for the Banshees of Inna Sheeran, and Kiki Kwan for everything, everywhere, all at once. I have my money on Kehi Kwan for winning this one. I think he is just cleaning up the award season. I guarantee he's going to walk away with the trophy. I have also chosen Kehi Kwan for everything, everywhere, all at once. I also made a note that I wanted to point out. Judd Hirsch, we watched The Fablemans, which was a pretty great film. Judd Hirsch is in that film for about 12 whole minutes. So for him to pull an Oscar nomination out of that was like, come on. There's some other performance could have probably taken that nomination. Supporting role. I mean, that's what it is. Super, like, tiny minuscule of support for that role. So is that two categories now that we've agreed on? It is. Two in a row. I need to look out the window. I wonder if hell's frozen over. Wow. Thanks, babe. (laughs) Um, I also was going to mention a littler known film that Derek did not watch, but I did, was Causeway. And it had Jennifer Lawrence and... Brian Tyree Henry, and he was actually very good in it. So he his nomination was well-deserved. My first exposure to him was that movie Bullet Train we watched. He was really good in that mm. as well. Yeah. Mm. All right. Next, I'm going to tell you about the nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay. Fire away. So for these nominees, we have All Quiet on the Western Front, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Living, Top Gun Maverick and Women Talking. Derek, let's see who you have chosen for adapted screenplay. This is one of the toughest categories for me. And I think, and I I, I really want it to happen as well, not just because I want them to win, but I think they'll win, is All Quiet on the Western Front. I think they will wipe the floor with the competition in that category. Mm, interesting choice. We have our first disagreement. <laughs> Let me guess, you so, got Glass Onion, don't you? No, I've I've watched four out of the five of these movies. I, I haven't watched Living because I'm sorry, it's still 1999 to rent at the time of this recording. <laughs> you're a you're a woman of principles, and I'm a cheapskate. So I have chosen Women Talking for Best Adapted Screenplay because it was a phenomenal film based on a book that was it was a fictional take on a real life story that happened. And after I watched that film, I did some more reading online and. I wish that it would have happened how it happened in the book, in the movie, because in real life, it's pretty crappy. Like these people got caught and the handful that they caught went to prison for like 25 years, but then it just kept happening. Like these rapes kept happening in this town. It's just so tragic. I was like, Oh my God, this is terrible. Like this, it's probably still going on. I'm not sure, but it just, I wish that it wasn't just a fictionalized version of the truth, but that's what it was. And it was an amazing film. All right. What's the next category? 
Next, I'm going to be telling you about the nominees for Best Original Screenplay. Fire away. All right. We have The Banshees of Anna Sheeran, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. Mm, mm, good call. All right. So for me personally, uh, I feel like Tar is like the dark horse race in this movie because everybody I know is talking about Tar. But for me, original screenplay, I think everyone everywhere all at once is going to clean that category up. I have also chosen everything everywhere all at once because it's it's a very original idea. And unlike some of the other movies that we've seen, mm -hmm. totally original concept, multidimensional been cleaning up award seasons and i think it's probably going to take this one as well I, I will say one thing if there is someone in that who will be a party pooper for who we've chosen it's going to be the banshees of inassurance that was a very interesting screenplay that is true that was also very original <laughs> yeah all right so what's the next category all right you're going to be telling us about cinematography all right cinematography johnny dangerous if you're listening this one goes out to you the nominees are all Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. Who have you got? For cinematography, I have chosen probably the same one as you, All Quiet on the Western Front. It's yeah, a war same. film, lots of great cinematography shots in there. I mean, that's a yeah. no-brainer for me. It was beautifully shot. And, and like I said, I mean, it really captured the fog of war and the, the grittiness of you know, the trenches of World War One. Yeah, great, great film. And I definitely think that will wipe up uh, the cinematography category. All right. Next, we're going to be talking about actress in a leading role. The nominees are Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna de Armas, Blonde, Andrea Riasboro to Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Who have you chosen for this category? All right, so this is, for me, the hardest category we have to pick. And everybody in here deserves the nomination, and everyone in here, in my opinion, deserves to win. I It's not going to happen, but I would love to see Andrea Riseborough win just to say, you to the Academy. <laughs> but for me, personally, I, I feel Michelle Yeoh is going to go ahead and take this trophy, even though I think... Kate Blanchett will win as well. So it's, it, this is the toughest category in the whole thing for me. I, I So I'm sorry. To clarify, who are you choosing, Derek? You can Michelle only choose Yow. one. I know. Okay. I'm Michelle Yao. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's going to be the closest race in this whole academy. It's going to be Kate Blanchett or it's going to be Michelle Yao. One of the two is going to walk away with it. Yeah. I also chose Michelle Yeo for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Her performance was amazing. She plays herself in multi-universes, multiple mm -hmm. different character she's playing with in the same film and she just she nailed it but um i agree there's been so much controversy about that two leslie movie and i watched <laughs> that movie and she was phenomenal in it she deserved her nomination whether or not the academy thought they spent enough money to get it or not <laughs> what do you think of kate blanchett taking the, the trophy from her I thought her performance was good. I thought it was really good, but I didn't think it was as good as the other two. And right. this is a tough category. I also watched Blonde the other day, and Anna de Armas was <laughs> really good. It was a long and weird movie for sure, but Anna de Armas was really great in it. She did All great right. playing Marilyn Monroe. So okay, but yes, right. Michelle Yeoh is for the win. <laughs> All right, next category: the nominees for actor in a leading role are Austin Butler for Elvis. Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inner Sheeran, 
Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nye for Living. All right, men, go ahead. All right, this uh, is a no-brainer for me. I mean, we've talked about this movie. We did a whole uh, episode about this. So Brendan Fraser for The Whale is it for me. Austin Butler, we've talked about, he did great as Elvis, but there's just no comparison to Brendan Fraser's portrayal of of that character and Colin Farrell also great. I love Colin Farrell, but it just, it wasn't as mm-hmm. phenomenal and moving as Brendan Frazier's performance. I agree. I, I picked the same thing. I think Brendan Frazier is going to win. However, I think it's highly likely that Austin Butler is going to be just this, the upset of the evening. That's going to be the one that means like what? But I think Austin Butler is going to steal this one though. I want Bill Brendan Frazier to win. Well, okay. we shall see on Sunday. We shall see. <laughs> All right, next category. All right, the nominees for Best Director are For Everything Everywhere All at Once, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinart. For The Banshees of Inishirin, Martin McDonough. For The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg. For Tar, Todd Field. And for The Triangle of Sadness, Ruben Osland. Mm-hmm. Derek, who have you chosen for this accolade? God himself is going to win. Steven freaking Spielberg is going to walk away with best director. Pretty bold claim. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't even have to. I, I believe it in my heart. Spielberg's going to walk up there and be like, told you. <laughs> all right. Well, I went in another direction. I'm going with the two for everything, everywhere, all at once. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinart. Right on. Okay. All right, it's all come down to this, folks. The final character, the big cheese, the head honcho, the one that everybody wants to win who's not a director. (laughs) The nominees for Best Picture are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness. And Women Talking. Drum roll, please. Oh, oh, uh... All right. So as the person who has watched all but one of these movies, I get to go first. (laughs) Go ahead. I have spent, I guess I could add them up. I have a a whole Oscars spreadsheet that tells you how many, what the runtime is for each of these movies, how many total nominations they have and whatnot. So how many hours have you spent watching them? I don't know. I haven't actually added it up, but some of the, (laughs) like several of these movies were over two and a half hours. I'm like, come on people. Mindy here. She took one for the team. She watched everything except for avatar and i'm really really proud of her for it (laughs) that is true sorry folks if you like avatar i never saw the original i had no interest in seeing the sequel and it's also like three hours or plus long there's just so many reasons not to watch that actually to be fair avatar did win best picture once it was called dances with wolves (laughs) (laughs) yeah this i think actually was the longest i'm looking at my spreadsheet now avatar was the longest film that was nominated it was three hours and 10 minutes yeah no so anyway there were many great pictures i think that several of these were really 
deserve to be nominated. We've talked about All Quiet on the Western Front, great war film, great portrayal, great cinematography, uh, The Banshees of Inishir, and very interesting original concept. Love me some Colin Farrell. Uh, Elvis, Austin Butler did an amazing job. And even just, I, I almost picked that for cinematography, honestly, just because everything oh, was so like film. sparkly and shiny yeah. and beautiful and just the way it was shown, excellent. Um, uh, it's it's going to be a movie that I will show. If people come to the house and see the 4K projector, Elvis on 4K is one that I'm going to start showing because the colors, like Mindy just said, mm-hmm. pop, vibrant, beautiful colors. Yeah, the red and gold and black mm-hmm. just like stood out yeah. tremendously. Um, and then Everything Everywhere All at Once, of course, it's been winning all award season, super original concept, great cast. The Fablemans is like based on Steven Spielberg's childhood, which was really interesting to kind of get a glimpse into that because I didn't know that much about him as a mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, Tar, interesting film. Kate Blanchett played who I thought when I originally started watching it was a real life person, but that's just how the movie made you feel. It, she's it's actually a fictional character, so that was good to know. Can I say something? The next film that's on the list is the movie, in my opinion, and many people have agreed, saved Hollywood. Because up to this point, the theaters were dying. And if any of the movie this year wasn't as good as this, I would have given this best picture. But go ahead and say what it is. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> so, yeah. yes, this was one of the movies we went and saw in the theaters. You know, now that we, you know, we have our home theaters. So sometimes we'll just wait till it comes on streaming. But this is when we're like, oh, no, we've got to go see this in the theater. And yeah. it was amazing. It, it brought back all the good feels uh, from the original. And it, it, it exceeded awesome. every expectation I had. And I mean, I went in there with like, oh, this can't be any good. But I mean, it's got, I think it has like a 98 on Rotten Tomatoes. Like that is one of the most highly, it's one of those movies that you don't have to say Godfather Part Two, Aliens, Empire Strikes Back. Top Gun Maverick is going to be in that conversation going forward. Indeed, for sure. Yeah. One of the best sequels ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Triangle of Sadness, definitely a very odd film. Woody Harrelson was in it, which kind of made it funny, but it was, it got a little weird for sure. Just one of those kind of artsy films, I think. Um, And then Women Talking, like I said before, just an amazing, I wish it was the true story of what actually happened because what really happened was tragic. So uh, that being said, I have chosen for the big cheese, the big win, everything everywhere, all at once. Nice, nice, nice. All right. My choice, my choice for best picture is everything everywhere, all at once. I thought the movie was original. You know the thing I'm talking about is people always bitch and moan about, and we brought, we brought this up in the last episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun Movies. People are bitching and moaning about, oh, Hollywood has no original ideas anymore. Everything's a remake. Everything's a reboot. This was an original movie, and it was fantastic. And I I went in it with no expectations because I was like, this can't be and as good as the people are saying. I was I was amazed, except for the hot dog fingers thing. That's going to haunt me for life. <laughs> That's nightmare fuel. You can't unsee that. You know? I actually saw an ad in my Facebook feed the other day. A24, the production company, has like a, uh, a shop where you can buy stuff like, um, what am I trying to say? You know, things yeah. from the movie, things that reference the movie. And, you know, they had like a little bag of googly eyes but right, one of them right. was gloves that turn your hands into hot oh, no chance no <laughs> chance no chance all right folks that's the end of our oscar show the oscars are march 12th on abc i hope you watch i think jimmy kimmel's the host this year i, I believe think i read so. that right yeah so that'll be interesting hopefully there won't be any freaking slaps her around the world this year 
So anyway, long story short, thank you guys for tuning in. We can't wait for the next episode where we come back and see who was right, who was wrong. And if you know my wife, her being wrong is completely out of the realm of possibility for her. Anyway, um, maybe that's part of the reason I watch all the films. <laughs> so I have a better chance of guessing who will win. <laughs> that is true. That's true. All right. Before we let you go, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Also want to direct your attention to we are sponsored by Jerky Pro. Go on to their website. Use promo code Duval37 at checkout. And also we are sponsored by T Public. Go to our, our website. DerekDuvallShow.com. Look on the banner on the left that says merch. Click that and you'll be taken to our store on TPOG. We got great shirts on there, magnets, stickers, mugs with our logo on it. So, on behalf of myself and everyone here, the team Duvall, you keep listening to them. We'll keep making them. Until next time. And our dog says bye. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see you at the movies, planet Earth. Earth. This has been a recording of the Derek Duvall Show. And we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, to explore past episodes and find links to purchase merchandise. Please subscribe to our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Derek Duvall Show.